Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That is a hymn by Justin Bieber. Oh, <laughs> Reverend Justin Bieber. Thank you. Soon to be. We'll, we'll be talking we'll about that at some point. Oh, no. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. That's Bradley Trainer. Or, no, wait. Hi. Hi. We're back together. My God, I, it it's feels been like so I, long. It, it, I have not been in this room for 11 days, and I'm not sure I remember how to do radio. Well, prior to you being gone for 11 days, I was gone for about nine days or something Mm -hmm. myself. And on that first Monday back, it didn't take long because, well, you know, the gods of pop culture just had too much work for us to get get busy with. Can can we talk? Can we talk? Can we talk? Take some time. Can we talk about the fact that I literally was like, I'm going to take a much-needed vacation. This is like the barren wasteland of pop culture news. Everything should be fine. It'll be right where I left it when I return. And then Hilaria Baldwin happened. Thank God. And she was the gift that kept on giving. And I sort of (laughs) half paid attention. But let's get everybody up to speed, because I have a feeling that a lot of people are getting back into their lifetime routines right now. Yeah, a lot of people missed a lot of the story. Like, you might have seen one or two stories. Like, there are some things I have no clue about that you'll tell us about later in the show. But if you missed anything regarding Hilaria Baldwin or you're vaguely familiar, here's the deal. It's Um, hilarious. It's hilarious. (laughs) And last week, we were just, we kept calling it Hilariously Hilaria, which is Mm. a sitcom from the 90s that should have existed and doesn't. But (laughs) nonetheless. We um, can use that phrase now because every story about Hilaria Baldwin is hilarious. And the best way to start explaining it is to just take the first sentence of the most recent article from page six, which reads, Hilaria Baldwin took a break from her decade-long identity crisis on Saturday, enjoying the sunshine and warm weather with her husband, Alec. Anyway, her decade-long identity crisis was the entire conversation <laughs> on our show last week oh. and grant was here for uh that experience yep i think most yeah, of for, it for a few days a couple yeah. days anyway yeah um and you can attest to the fact that it was the story that kept on giving hilaria baldwin wife you knew this of alec baldwin who we previously thought of as sort of this like yogi on instagram yeah. like she was always doing like sexy yoga poses she was kind of influency in very oh kind of influency she was super influencing yeah like she was on the today show talking about like her gazpacho recipes mm-hmm. well, well i don't know what the english word for cucumber yeah how do you say <laughs> how do you say cucumber? cucumber in english yeah exactly uh... um so it, <laughs> that's 
<laughs> that's like the extent of the whole lie in five words. I mean, yeah. really? No, like, literally. how do you say in English cucumber? So, Hillary Baldwin, Hillary mm-hmm. Thomas Baldwin mm-hmm. forgot how to say cucumber. That's all you need to know. But really, <laughs> what this is about is something that had been in plain sight. This is this is why it's a perfect story. We everybody could have known that Hilaria Baldwin was Hillary Thomas Baldwin, who didn't have a Spanish accent and actually was born and raised in the United States. Not in Mallorca. Not in Mallorca, Spain. Was there for like five minutes and handcrafted this tale about herself that helped her um, uh, succeed in a decade-long grift, selling people the notion that she was this like fancy ethnic uh, or like exotic, like whatever weird white person um, stereotype of a person from Europe slash Spain slash she also sort of took on this like Latina, uh, you know, we would say Latinx, but she mm-hmm. would re- constantly refer to like her, you know, to stuff Latin. She is not Latin. Mm-hmm. Spain is not Latin. Mm-hmm. America that like so she took all of these things created this persona and did it uh, dumb and did it well who's dumber well we are her who did it out in the open not lying about anything straight ahead like she never said like I am you know a Spanish speaking person who was born and raised in Spain she did lie and say she was raised in or uh, born in Spain and but there was enough that you could see the truth is my point mm-hmm. and nobody called her out until we all got really bored towards the end of the year and had nothing else to pay attention to that people started call- like one person on twitter was like i just have to admire her decade long grift creating this spanish persona and then suddenly we all went wait a minute wait a minute right and then it was like wait the- a minute and then, and then like a match struck and the dura flame that was her entire <laughs> yeah. grip log of flaming doo doo exactly burst into flames and we all warmed our hands over that doo doo fire last <laughs> yeah, week we did. and it just brought us a certain amount of comfort that normally a story like this wouldn't but because of the years the year that we find ourselves in wherever we are in time and space this just breathed new life and into it, our cynical brains and the best part about it is it like won't die no, because <laughs> because first it's like she feels like she has to go through the explanation, which, by the way, is a is a I almost almost kind of swore. Don't swear. It is a poor explanation. It, it is a, a lie wrapped in another lie. Yeah. With a trail of lies like she at one point and what I love. OK, so here's what I love about this story. Again, gift that keeps giving and won't die. Every time she tries to explain something away, Mm -hmm. there is somebody in the dark crevasses of Twitter waiting with the evidence (laughs) that that is a lie. It's so fantastic. Which is, again, the thing when I said, like, who's dumber? Like all of that stuff was just sitting out there, just sitting there but waiting nobody, for us. To be fair to to the idiots that we are, nobody really cared that much about Hilaria Baldwin. But what I find um, encouraging or heartwarming for my own personal sanity, because this is what we do for a living, and I thought, how could we miss this possible story? We never really miss the story because every time we used to always sort of 
poke fun at Hilaria Baldwin. I don't even know that we did it so much on the show, but every time you would see Hilaria Baldwin, it was like, here she is doing this. You know, it was so um, intentional and curated. Like it just seemed like her life was too good to be true. Right. And so to that end, like that has always been obvious to everyone. It's not like we all went, oh. We had no idea and we're totally surprised that Hilaria Baldwin was lying to us this whole time. Everybody kind of that was paying attention kind of had a sense like this should not shock us. And and the response should not shock us because she's married to Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. And Alec Baldwin's response was simply to to tell everyone to bleep off. Right, which is typical, which is which like is totally that Alec is his um preset like if you know that's like how he responds to all things if they don't work for him yeah bleep off yeah exactly bleep off and then um basically to say the internet is horrible you people have no lives it's the thing that people do when they're called out on something and they have nothing else they right. just attack the the person delivering the message not the message itself because right. they can't counter the message because it's true and every even the people that love her including but not limited to and we'll get to china phillips but china phillips and and all of the other sort of influency people that were in her sphere like sh- why anybody would try to tear down this really nice lady is just beyond me it's like her being nice has nothing to do with this no and also hi can we're bored all right we're just bored and this we had a little something to nibble on and then we turned it into a feast leave us alone okay yeah it will and it's low stakes right like oh it's so low stakes this woman is going to be fine and the fact that she in turn got 80 minutes with a new york times reporter to sit down and talk about her life like she is loving oh, every she's minute eating of this. this with a spoon. Yeah. What will what remains to be seen, what I will be excited to find out is in the reinvention of Hilaria Hillary, if we you know the, she's at a crossroads right now where yeah. she has to choose <laughs> who she's going to present to the world from hitherto forward and we are also at a similar crossroads right where we have to decide if we're gonna buy whatever she's selling or if we're gonna you know because we have a short memory and so if we continue if she comes back at us and is only gonna give us hilaria with her fake accent and her how do you say in english cucumbers and If we're going to buy that, we have to own that we just have a terribly short memory and we don't actually care. Yeah, I think so individually, yes. And shows like the Today Show where she was a like contributor and other, um, I don't know, what was the other outlet? Not Entertainment Tonight, but one of those where she, um, you know, did some work. It'll be interesting to see, you know, if places like that employ her again, because like, if you work for the Today Show, you're not asking Hilaria Baldwin to come on anytime soon Mm-mm. to talk about her gazpacho recipe Mm-mm. because you look like a fool. Right. This because is a you good didn't point. Do, because like, it, it's one thing for us to be dumb, but like for the Today Show to not do their work, to be like, who is this person that we're giving airtime to? There you go. This right? is a woman creating, you know, she has a fake accent mm-hmm. and is lying about her, you know, personal... Ability to say cucumber. I mean... <laughs> At a minimum. <laughs> also, who forgets how to say cucumber? And I can't. There's so many things. And How also, 
Um, how do you say it in the, English? How do you say part I'm is sorry. what gets me. Like it, It's not even not knowing how to say cucumber. It's the lo- act before the lie. Like, oh. I already forgot how to say cucumber, but I'm going to put this whole like accent on how, how do, do you, you say, say in English. In, yes. She yeah, says, and she how do you doesn't say in ha- English? She doesn't have a Spanish accent. No. Because she's not Spanish. Okay. English so, is her first language. This is where I want to pause because this is the thing. This is what I mean by for every lie that we're told, there's somebody in the in the somewhere deep in Twitter ready with the evidence that this is ridiculous. So Alec Baldwin or she she did this whole thing about how like Alec knew from the word go that I was from Boston. Well, somebody was like, well, this is awkward then and posted this interview between uh, um, David. How do you say it in English? Letterman. David Letterman. (laughs) (laughs) David Letterman and Alec Baldwin where Alec Baldwin is doing this lengthy impression of his wife who's well he says my wife is spanish or my wife is from spain and then he does an accent which doesn't even actually sound like her accent but to your point he like somebody's lying and either well it's either she's lying and he was dumb enough to believe it or they're both lying yeah which i actually tend to think like he knows full well oh for sure because in several videos that people have posted she speaks plain English. She's from Boston. She speaks like <laughs> she probably has spoken her entire life without the aid of a forced Spanish accent. Oh my gosh. It is the gift that keeps on giving, and uh, we will continue to receive it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, our friend Elizabeth Reese is back. Yay! Elizabeth Reese is going to join us and bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Oh my goodness. Our friend Elizabeth Reese is with us to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood and her life. Hello, that, Elizabeth. My beauties. It's nice to be back with you. It's nice to hear that melodious giggle in the background. <laughs> I know. I'm so happy to have you. I've been listening a lot. I do talk back to you when I'm in my car oh, listening good. to the show, just so you know. And I, I feel like it is a conversation. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who does that, who talks <laughs> with you. In fact, Thankfully, you guys should leave some pauses. can't hear all the voices. Yeah, leave some pauses for those of us who want to talk back. Back to That's you. a good tip. We'll do that. <laughs> that won't be awkward at all. <laughs> Have you been gone that long? <laughs> I've got a whole new philosophy on things. You guys, it's so nice to be back with you. I've had a few months off of maternity leave um, with my new baby, Heathcliff, and I just dropped him off at childcare for the first time. Oh, so. how's mama doing? You know, I'm doing okay. Yeah. I'm doing okay. It's I know. weird. By the time that third one rolls around, you're like, well, whatever. <laughs> it's a little easier <laughs> this time. But still, you know, it's just, it's it, they just get so fun. And then that's when it's I like, know. it's time to go back. But... Thank you for all the love and the support. I've gotten lots of like, nice messages today, which Yay. is felt. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good. Um, I'm not living the life that Kendall and Kylie Jenner are living. A $450,000 a month Aspen rental uh, is where they are. What? They're living Why? the high life. So if you're headed for a little ski trip at some point, you might run into <laughs> Chris, this one. Kendall, yeah. and Kylie in Aspen. They rented an ultra-luxurious home right on the mountain for $450,000 for the month. They are likely not staying for the full month, but um, they've had friends and you know family there for at least four days, and it's quite expensive. Kylie gave fans a home tour on her Instagram. Of course she did. Yeah. To make us all feel better Yeah, I was just going to say, guess what? I won't be watching. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of tone-deaf criticism going on right now, including that of Blake Shelton. Have you guys read about oh, this? No. no. So Blake Shelton came out with this song. Now, I'm going to make the argument. I love Blake Shelton, and I, but I think his songs are getting ridiculous. And this <laughs> song is a prime example. So it's a, it's sort of like a love letter to his new fiance, Gwen Stefani. And he did say something to the effect of like, I can't say anything bad about 2020 because I proposed to my girlfriend and now we're engaged. And so 2020 was amazing. Mm-hmm. And listen, I had a baby in 2020. Yeah. So I'm aware that there are wonderful blessings yes. that came in 2020. But it's also a little toned up to be like, it was a great year for me, so sorry for the rest of you. Right. Like, yeah. like you sorry know? for the 350,000 uh, people who lost loved ones. Right. And the multiple scores of humans uh, who lost their jobs. Lost their, millions who yeah. lost their jobs. 350,000 lost their actual yes. life. Millions have lost loved ones. Millions are suffering with you know, mental health issues and all these different things, but I got engaged. So it's all great. So so 2020 was great. So his new song is called minimum wage and he debuted minimum wage. (laughs) Nothing. The the lyric here is girl, your love can make a man feel rich on minimum wage. Okay. Okay. So people are quick to take to Twitter to say, Hey, this is a little tone deaf given the fact that the pandemic has caused many businesses to shut down and put countless Americans out of work. I mean, needless to say too, like minimum wage isn't really a wage that many can survive on. Right. (laughs) So hold on. I I just wish people would be more, and and certainly people are doing this, but people like Blake Shelton, I mean, like, just be honest about the fact that it's weird. Like, we all get it. We all get that, like, like, you know, your experience having a baby. I mean, everybody has something good that happened. I I shouldn't say everybody. A lot of people people have things that, you know, are good that happened to them. But, but the interesting thing about the year is that we have those things and we have all this other reality, which is not happy. And for a lot of people is anything but happy. So, like, let's all just talk about and try to experience that together instead of trying to like pretend like you, you have to do one or the other. Right. You have to be all bad all the time or all good all the time. Right. Exactly. You're totally right, which is the case for so many things. That's a good New Year way to look at things, Bradley. <laughs> Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde are a couple. <gasps> How do we feel about this? I think Olivia Wilde is so stunningly beautiful. She is. Like, and by the way, can features. we just talk about the, how awesome those names are? Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. I'm going to call the them Wild Styles. Wild, I mean, wild Styles. There's the new group. It's styles. so good. Styled or Wiles. 
That would be their relationship. Yes. Either one is good. Yeah. Styled is great. Styled is good. And Wild Styles is also fantastic. I love this. Styles, sounds like a, you know, 90s, I don't know, perfume. Oh, it's so good. So they went to a small wedding together in Montecito, California, near Santa Barbara. It was the wedding of his manager. There were only 16 people there. And so it was one of these really tiny things. But Harry brought Olivia as his plus one. Mm. And they were holding hands during the event. And so it seems that they are a couple. So Olivia Wilde is directing Harry in the upcoming movie, Don't Worry, Darling. Oh, there okay. you go. Oh, so you're, st- you're saying that this publication show. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I yeah. know. You got to think like a Team Cobra no, member. I forgot. <laughs> I think Boom. you're out of practice. Shoot, you it's guys, been I a while. I stored my tinfoil hat during maternity leave. Well, Hold we'll, on, let me rattle the clock. Yeah, we'll get, get you another out. one if you lost it. Don't worry about it. I got it. Yeah. Uh, Olivia and Jason Sudeikis split in November. They were engaged for seven years and they have two kids. I always thought they were a very cute couple. Too. I know. Me too. I was bummed to hear that. I know. I, know. I was sad about that too. You know, that is a thing that still surprises me in the year 2021 is that I still get emotionally invested in celebrity relationships such that I get sad when they break up like I knew them. Yeah. yeah. Well. Like we were having dinner parties. <laughs> like they were even you real. have a heart that the I tin hasn't completely <laughs> stopped the celebrity don't heart worry. from beating within you. We'll rid you of that by the end of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> and then some sad news. Um, Tanya Roberts died at the age of 65. Mm. She was a Bond girl and on that 70s show. And, um, she was on a walk with her dogs on Midge, Christmas right? Eve Midge. and then returned and collapsed. Oh, it's yes. so sad. Yeah. So sad. I know. So sad. Elizabeth Reese, it is just such a treat to hear your voice Thank and we can't you. wait to talk to you again tomorrow. Thank you. Bye, friends. Thanks, Elizabeth. Bye, Elizabeth. All right. Well, when we come back, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right, you win a prize on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Grant. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone today, Grant? We've got Megan from Shakopee on the phone with us. We've got Megan on the line. And what is Megan playing for? Megan is playing for a beautiful, awesome MyTalk t-shirt. Woohoo! All right, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge, my dear? I am. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Brian Austin Green played David Silver in what 90s TV show? Uh, Beverly Hills, 90210. Harry Styles was a member of what boy band? One Direction. Blake Shelton is engaged to which singer? Gwen Stefani. Who is the most recent actor to play 007? Craig Daniel. Daniel Craig. Yep. What pop star sang, Oops, I Did It Again? Megan, stay on the line. Grant's going to make sure he gets all your information so you can get that beautiful T-shirt. Congratulations. Thank you. you. All right. And now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items, which today Bradley has selected to bring to our attention. In this segment, we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. 
Oh, I love blind items, and so do you. Holly's not with us today, so I'm bringing you our favorite juicy bits of gossip with the yes. names left out from crazydaysandnights.net. Now, today we're doing it solo, which means, Colleen, it's all up to you. And Grant, obviously, you can jump in if you've got a brilliant idea as well. I'll try. Okay. All right, so I've got a few blind items for you. Colleen, I know you might be a little rusty. I might be rusty. But I think you're going to do just fine. A little fine. dusty rusty. That was, uh, a, I was going to say a drag name, but this isn't, but anyway, here's <laughs> here's our first blind item. Blinded by the item. The recent revelation from the boyfriend, air quotes, of the permanent A-list singer shows he only spends time mm. with her for the cameras. I'm going to say that is Sam Asghari, a boyfriend of Britney Spears. Pew, pew. Okay, is this a confirmed blind item by any chance? It is a confirmed blind item. And why this is, uh, why do you ask? Let me put it to um, you that Because way. I'm wondering if this, okay, so, and not that it really actually matters, but I'm wondering, Bradley, if you know, is this, does this have something to do, there's one of two things, uh, the fact that he came forward that he tested positive for COVID and or... Is it the thing that happened with his Instagram stories? Do you know about this? No, not the Instagram. Do you mean the one where he like took the camera away from her or something? Nope. nope. What do you? Okay. So his tell most me recent Instagram stories, he did like an AMA type thing. Uh-huh. And only one of the questions allegedly was about Britney. Lies. Exactly. Um, no, this actually does refer back. And the reason I brought this to the table today is because you missed this story last week mm-hmm. on the show in terms of us talking about it, because you very well could have actually seen the headline, but that he did make a recovery from COVID. But it was in his talking about his recovery from COVID that told us exactly what we've always believed, mm-hmm. which is that he does not have a real relationship with Britney Spears. And here's why he wrote. Um, 2020 has been a crazy twisted year for all of us. Recently, I tested positive for COVID. I was lucky enough to catch the news before being around and infecting my loved ones, friends, family, significant other. I quickly isolated myself and started my quarantine process alone. Now, there is some more that goes on to be rather problematic about how he views COVID and people's ability to vanquish it, which we don't have time to get into. Mm. But I will say it was that... That I was lucky enough to catch the news before being around and infecting my loved ones. Well, if he had been in and around Britney Spears for the last... Did you just say in and around? <laughs> Did I say in? <laughs> you actually said if he had been in and around Britney Spears. Go on. <laughs> That was so perfect, really and I beautiful. didn't even mean it. Well, really I don't know well what done. I meant, though. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> in and around Britney. <laughs> it's true, though. I don't think he was in nor around Britney. But not, I but see where you were going. With see it. where I was going? Yeah, the, her sphere right. of people. You were, she was mm-hmm. entangled in that. He was not in and around Britney for, like, what? I don't know. what I, I can't keep track of how many days, but my point is, he's not near right. or with Britney, Right. He's not anywhere in her bubble <laughs> such that CDC guidelines would recommend her to also be quarantined right. or to be at risk. Right. So that tells you everything you need to know. Right. He doesn't live with her. Nope. They're no. not together. Nope. It's a lie. 
it's all a lie, which we already knew. But it feels good to find proof, right? It sure does. Oh, okay. all right. Do you want another blind? I, item? Yes, I do. <sighs> this one is also confirmed from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. Here we go. This A minus list singer who was on television when she was younger is trying to take credit for a trend that has been on Instagram for five or six years. Hmm. Our singer just did her first post this weekend and says she invented it. She is so thirsty. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. Okay, what? I don't know where that came from. Where what came from? That blind item. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Okay, here it is. I was like, I don't remember this one. (laughs) (laughs) But I have the answer. Okay, good. So you're looking for an A-list singer who was on TV when she was younger. She's trying to take credit for a trend that's been on Instagram for five or six years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Our singer just did this in her first post over the weekend, and she says she invented it. Nice try, but you're thirsty. Okay. I'm going to say, I don't have any reason to think that this is the truth, but it's the first one that came to my mind. Ariana Grande. Okay. But you're close. Am I in the right? Selena Gomez. Closer. Demi Lovato. Ding, ding, ding. But do you remember why? No, because I don't. Did you see? (laughs) But you might have seen this headline because I think. Anyway, let me read it. Okay. Demi Lovato, who was on television when she was younger is trying to take credit for a trend that's been on Insties for five or six years. Demi Lovato just did her first post this weekend and says she invented it. She's so thirsty. And the trend is showing your stretch marks. Oh, yeah. I was going to say there's this picture of her butt. Her glittery... She put glitter on her stretch marks and was like, I love my stretch marks. And Auntie's like, yeah, nice try. You're just thirsty. We've done this We've already been here. We've totally been down this road. I was going to say, it doesn't actually, it doesn't look like stretch marks. It looks like she drizzled, drizzled some glitter. Drizzle. Just a little glitter drizzle. <laughs> but good on her. I'm glad that she's feeling good about it. I'm glad that it's glittery. Yeah. Um, cool. Neat. Next. Want to do another one? Yeah. Another bit of gossip. This one also confirmed from uh, Enti Lawyer over on CrazyDaysNights.net. This A-plus slash A-list, mostly movie actor who also directs and owns spy satellites, had a little vaccination party for his wife and a dozen of their closest friends. I guess we'll see how fillers in the vaccine really do work now, won't we? Oh, jeez. I'm going to say this is... George Clooney. Ding, 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 ding. (gasps) The nerve. All right, let me read it. So George Clooney um, Mm -mm. had a little vaccination party for his wife. Are you searching for her name? George and Amal Clooney. Amal Clooney. Amal Clooney. And a dozen of their closest (laughs) friends. I just thought you got stuck for a second. Uh, I was like, uh, is he Well, because I was like, Amelia... What's her name again? No, Amal. I guess we really, uh, I guess we will really see how fillers in the vaccine work now, won't we? And that goes to a story about there's this um, like story that people who have fillers have a hard time or a hard reaction to the vaccine. 
I mean, implying that is there any is there any research about people who get Floby haircuts getting the vaccine? That I don't know, but man, I hope I guess you bought we'll your see Floby how this stock. Goes. I guess we'll see how this goes. Um, that bothers me and makes me angry. So thank you for sharing you that. At all. Not even a little bit, but also Rudy Tuesday mm-hmm. would like to attend a party like that. Thank you for playing. I know. Oh, rude. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we promised you, we promised you we would talk about the Reverend Justin Bieber, and we will be doing just that <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Uh- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, there's a new reverend in the house and it's not me on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. <sighs> I found religion in this story. <laughs> okay, Justin Bieber, the Reverend. It's true. Say what? Okay, so I saw this story. I'm like, well, of course. Now let's set the stage. Justin Bieber. I'm just going to read you the headlines, and then we'll double back and put it into perspective. A higher purpose. Justin Bieber is studying to become a full-fledged minister at Hillsong Church. Okay, so that is a headline. That says a lot of things that we need to unpack. But essentially, it's arguing that, or it purports to be telling us exclusively, that Justin Bieber is studying to become an actual minister in the Hillsong Mm -hmm. uh, experience, which I'm calling an experience. That's what we should be calling it. It's a long story. But now, let's put this into context. First of all, you might ask Colleen, Where's this coming from? Where's this coming from? Thanks for asking. OK Magazine. Uh, I'm sorry you didn't say that with enough enthusiasm. OK Magazine. Because there is an exclamation point. And it's an OK exclusive, which probably means... The call is coming from inside the house, and the house is Hillsong. Yeah, the house is probably Hillsong, not Justin Bieber. And here's, here's the story. Uh, singer Justin Bieber has found his calling. <laughs> An OK source, which refers to the publication <laughs> and not the quality of the source, <laughs> says that the superstar Justin Bieber has been a devoted member of the controversial celeb-favoring Hillsong for years, and that he's studying to become a minister. So, let's put this into context for the listener. What's a Hillsong, generally? So, Hillsong is a mega-religion. Um, I, I don't really know. It's a. It is based in the Christian tradition, um, but it is more than that. It's a large church community that started in Australia and has many arms that reach into uh, all different countries. Um, most recently, they've been in the news because of the leader of the New York uh, division of Hillsong, Carl Lentz, uh, was fired for moral failures including but not limited to at least one affair. And Justin Bieber kind of was his right-hand man. The two of them were thick as thieves, as one might say. 
What is interesting to me about the Hillsong Church, and I know we're not like all the way through where we're going, but mm-hmm. I do just want to note this. The Hillsong Church has its own university called Hillsong University. And methinks that should he be uh, training to be clergy mm-hmm. for the Hillsong Church, he's doing so through the Hillsong University, yeah. which is not an accredited university. And... um well, okay, so let's let's it's go a little there. weird. Let's go I just through, want to say that it's yeah, just a little weird. Let's go through the story um, okay. and let people, you know, go along with us. So, um, the story itself, the the alleged source says Justin has never felt happier or healthier, and he says he owes it to the church. Uh, explains the source, who, of course, with his wife, has received religious marital counseling. Um, with Hillsong under fire, Justin believes he can take a leadership position in restoring order. Because to your point, Carl Lentz, one of the former sort of superstars of the, I would call it like, and I don't know nothing, but from my read, it's like they took like that evangelical megachurch model and attached celebrity to it. Like, let's sell this model with celebrities, right? Um, And then, and we read this story last week, and you've probably seen it, but if not, you should read it, because there's this whole thing about how they... how they really did sort of lean into celebrity to get what they wanted. And that sounds very familiar to us because of Scientology. Exactly. So the, and, and you had lay people in the church saying like, yeah, um, we couldn't get into church on a particular Sunday because VIPs had premier access. Yeah. It's like a velvet rope church. Think about that. Okay. Sorry. I was going to do it, but I'm not going to do it. Do what? Do you know who wasn't Velvet Rope? Jesus! Jesus. I can't. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said it. Well, You're qualified. You can say those things. Um, but uh, I just like to sort of raise an eyebrow at things like this because I'm like, oh, so celebrity. But it's, let's be clear, this is a tale as old as time. It's called Televangelists. Watch them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did very similar things. So anyway, the moral of the story is this is kind of like the cool hipster version of that model. And Justin Bieber being involved is like a perfect tie-in. It's not that this story... Like, I really have a hard time believing that Justin Bieber is going to, like, take on the role of a Carl Lentz. I don't think he's going to sort of Tom Cruise his way into Scientology the way that Tom Cruise has into Scientology. But he might but, symbolically. Yeah. Exactly, which can be just as problematic. And I think what this all tells us is that the church is trying to get um, another chance at the public paying attention to them in a way that's not um, negative, right? So they had all this negative PR around Carl Lentz leaving because he was a hot mess. They sort of blame all the problems of their church on him, get him out of the picture, and now they're trying to like, you know, oh, look, now you might say, well, Justin Bieber, that's who you go with. But to the people they're speaking to, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber is an aspirational figure. Right. Justin Bieber, Haley Baldwin, the Kardashians, the Jenners, to the people that Hillsong is speaking to, those are people that the members look up to. Like, they, you might not agree with that or like right. it, but it appears that that's the kind of celebrity success story. You know, because again, you have to be like uber successful. You have to be rich. You have to be like doing the like material things in order to be considered, uh, you know, or at least their cynical ploy is people like that. So let's bring that closer to us and then they'll, then right. they'll come to us and we'll 
yeah. Right. You and like Hillsong is a full blown enterprise because it's not just the church. It's also a record label. Yeah. Uh, it is also a university. Again, not an accredited university, but one that um, allegedly uh, is there to train future church leaders, which. OK, no, mm mm. I have like seven different directions that I'd like to go right now, and I'm gonna. I'm trying it's, to. It's control a deep myself. conversation, and you're coming at it from a, a learned place, um, which is important. And also, there's just there's an unlearned place that you can go. <laughs> what I'm saying is like you can just shorthand it by saying they realize Justin Bieber's a hot number, like right. a hot commodity. He's a hot number. He's a hot number, <laughs> and so. Insofar as they're being cynical to get people to come to them, this is a perfect storyline. Whether it's actually true, like I would be less concerned. Now, from your perspective, that's the kind of rabbit hole I would go down to see, like, who are they actually training? Who Mm -hmm. are, like, what are are they they training? Yep. What are they actually doing? Because I would imagine it's probably just to further, like, multi level marketing. Scheme. It, it is in it is in the tradition of of Hillsong only. It is not a theological uh, institution where they learn how to think theologically about their yeah. faith. It is an indoctrination. So you know, at, at many seminaries, there are many different versions of the Christian tradition that come together to learn what the how to how to do theology. This is not that. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you for putting um, the finer point on it. That's my finest point that I have to give today. Um, <laughs> what I will say is I would keep our eyes out because I do think that they'll continue to try to use Justin Bieber until there's a real battle going on, mm-hmm. a battle between good and evil. And on one side, you have Justin Bieber and uh, Hillsong. And then on the other side, you've got Carl Lentz. Because I think Carl Lentz is probably going to try to do, because he has actually hired a PR firm. Oh, yeah. He's going to try to take some of that power that he had at Hillsong and mm-hmm. turn that into his own God Empire. knows what. Empire. Pun intended, yeah. Mm-hmm. God knows what. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what was your holiday binge? Was it a TV show, a podcast, a book, a food? What did you binge on over the holidays? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071. We conquer cancer. For the mom-to-be who is out of treatment options. For the doctor who has a brilliant idea but needs research funding. For the people who faced cancer head-on and climbed incredible heights while they were with us. For the children who celebrate the end of chemo. We conquer cancer for all who have been touched by it. Conquer Cancer accelerates breakthroughs in research and care for every cancer, every patient, everywhere. Join us at conquer.org. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.